1: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey.
0: Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. All right. Let's get to it. Weather right now, 63 down on the island in Galveston this morning. And uh, today we're looking at mostly cloudy early this morning, then uh, sunshine for the afternoon with the areas of patchy fog. High of 71 winds will be west at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, a few passing clouds, otherwise generally clear. Low 63 west-southwest winds. They'll be shifting over to the north at about 10 to 15. And then for tomorrow, tomorrow, Sunshine and clouds mixed with a high. North northeast winds, 10 to 15 miles per hour, and uh, pretty much covers it. Must be some kind of little wind switch, little front line coming through. Who knows these days? We'll take them as we get them. And looking at tide, these are channel tide predictions. We have a low that occurred or will occur just after lunch at 12.20 p.m. It's a negative 0.3. Then our high tonight is 10.14 p.m., a 1.7. 6.45 a.m. at sunrise, 5.24 p.m. sunset. Our moon phase is 12% coming off a new moon. Current conditions right now, Galveston Channel, 64 degrees with 69-degree water, a west wind at 2. Eagle Point at 62 degrees with 66-degree water, Water with a south-southwest wind at 2, and Morgan's Point, it's 62 degrees with 66-degree water and a variable wind at 2, no direction. (laughs) So across the board, looking all the way up and down the coast, it's calm everywhere except over towards Venice, Louisiana. They got about a 15-mile-an-hour northeast wind this morning, which is calm for what they've been fishing in all week. So there you have it. All right, well, let's get to the phone lines. Let's get old Hammer punched up this morning. Captain Glenn Hammond in the Tri-Bay area, see what he's up to. Glenn, good morning. What's up?
2: Hey, good morning, Captain Mickey. Not too hey, much. Man. How's nope, it going? Nope. No wind over here this morning. Zero. Yes, looking it's at very a, calm. Looking at a goose egg uh, and then 91% humidity. You cut it with a knife. It was supposed to have been foggy this morning, but so far it hasn't happened. Thank goodness. I got a trip this morning, and I sure don't want to mess it up. Well, I understand. Uh, and not with no fog anyway. Well, it yes. blew through here on Monday. I think we had oh, 15 to 25 most of the day, gusts to 30 miles an hour. And uh, we got we ended up with two inches of rain out of that. Uh, not that we needed it, but uh, we did get two more inches of rain on Monday. Mm-hmm. By the by, the t- said by the time it was all said and done, um, on Wednesday I got to go out with a, a buddy of mine and his little shallow sport. He's got one of those little tiny. I mean, it's got a polling platform on the back of it, man. It's got all <laughs> this stuff. It's a. It was a. It was a task trying to get around in that boat, and it doesn't have any gunnels at all. You know, or no, no side rails, nothing. You step right off, buddy. You <laughs> Yeah, Anyway, little flopping tennis shoe, a little weight-fishing oh, yeah. boat. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it was. If you don't spend much time on that boat, that'll get you to where you need to go. He's <laughs> got like a 250-something uh, on the back of Yamaha, 250 Yamaha, I think. Uh, 250 that on that little bitty thing? Boat, that's way too much motor for that little bitty boat, buddy. <laughs> Uh Boy. anyway it was a quite quite cool ride that surprised it'll float that engine. <laughs> no, I'm I'm telling you, me too, yes sir. But uh no, uh, uh got out there in the uh, north wind, uh it was blowing five to ten. It wasn't it wasn't that bad, but the bite was real, real mm. slow and we threw plastics and we threw live bait, but uh caught a lot of small fish and a lot of small trout and reds and uh released I caught a really nice flounder and had to let it go. It's the best one I caught in ages and, and hearing it, a lot it, of that lately. <laughs> it, it happens this month. If you're gonna get a good one. But anyway, took a quick picture of her and let her go and uh that was a highlight of my day. He caught the only keeper trout. He he ended up with two keeper trout. We had some some little ones, you know, little reds and stuff, but he kept two trout for his housekeeper. Um we yeah. had a good time, man. we Really good time. Wednesday afternoon, I got that call from S- FCJ Marine, and uh, so yesterday morning, I headed on over there and and went through the particulars with him, you know, on the break end, and uh, and uh, those guys really took care of me, did a great job, man, and I'm so excited to be uh, getting to crank that baby up this morning and, and do a little idling around. Maiden Voyage know. this morning, huh? Sir?
0: Maiden Voyage with your motor?
2: Yeah, maiden voyage this morning. All right. Uh, yeah. Gonna, and anyway, he gave, he sent me the whole uh, and bless her hearts. I tell you what, they they really I'm I've been really impressed, man. I know I just now got the motor, but really impressed with the service and everything that they've done for me to get me back on the water. And uh, wanted to uh, throw a big shout out to F C J Marine this morning. <laughs> uh, you know, they knew I was a guy. They knew that's my my livelihood and uh, they helped me uh anyway we're gonna you know just uh that's that's the deal is he wanted to make absolutely sure i do everything right on the break in you know what i mean he goes he goes yeah because you bring it will you bring it back to me on the 20 hour he goes it's gonna tell me what you've done <laughs> you know yeah they the,
0: plug a laptop uh, into that and they can do your entire uh, rpm history and any kind of codes yeah, you pulled or anything
2: yeah, yes sir yes sir buddy this thing is big weird. brothers
0: watching every aspect of our life
2: <laughs> yeah it sure is anyway i got a trip this morning with uh um mickey um an old coaster mine, 82 year old guy i tell you all the time when i take him and uh mm-hmm. i think i'll have melinda go over to the boat ramp and help me load him up and he's a little he can, he can get around he, he goes swimming every day but anyway i'm I'm just very careful, uh, helping the elderly in and out of the boat. You know what I mean? Anything can happen. You get
0: that age, swimming's a lot better on the body than walking <laughs> or running. Yeah, I bet.
2: That's right. But, uh, we will be around the houses. Oh, actually, I got a trip tomorrow, too, uh, with cool. a couple of guys I'm going to pick up in Christmas Bay. Uh, they're living, uh, uh, this buddy of mine, this old guy, uh, has a house right in the bay, right there mm-hmm. between Bastrop and, uh it's it's right there between church uh not churchill but uh, uh cold pass and in in bastrop they're in the corner of christmas bay that northwest northeast yeah. corner of Christmas. anyway i'm gonna pick those guys up right there and right out on the water at a beach cabin in the water and that's that's tomorrow so maybe i'll have you a better report on on sunday uh we'll find out see what we can do with them today but uh like i said we're gonna take some live shrimp out and um I just set him in a spot and do all the casting for him and, and yeah, he'll rear back. I'll set the hook and hand him the rod. He'll go, there's no fish here. There's no fish here. <laughs> so huh. we have a lot of good times. And anyway, he didn't mind it at all, man. I told him I was going to take him Saturday. And then I'd look at my calendar and I already had a booking. So he said, well, I'm coming Friday, man. And he, he sped in from Austin yesterday and then him and my wife and I went out to dinner last night and, anyway looking forward to hopefully putting him on some fish today it was oh, really cool really deal slow for us. It was really slow for us, how's the how's the bait situation in your area the shrimp are wonderful uh absolutely no croakers at all anywhere any bait camp it's it's mostly down to finger mullet mud minnows, and live shrimp now and the shrimp are really really healthy uh several of the bait camps have plenty of shrimp yeah so, uh, I'm going to try to lay back down for about another hour, and then I'll get up. And I, I'm not, I don't have to meet him till 7. I thought it was going to be foggy this morning. So far, it hasn't. Man. It still might come in. But anyway, bait camps are holding bait. Just get down All right. and get your
0: Well, cool deal, Hammer. Somebody wants to give you a call. Give them a number.
2: 713 man. Y'all have a great weekend, buddy.
0: Will do. We'll see you, Glenn. All Take right. care. Yes, All sir. right. All right, that's the hammer down in the Tri-Bay area. It's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back.
2: Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 419 here in the Bayou City. Let's run to Fayette County Reservoir, and let's check in with Captain or Mr. Bob Green this morning. Bob, what's up, bud? Well, good
3: morning. Oh, yeah, shoot, going. I think we're up. <laughs> yeah, we are, bright and uh, early. I mean, well, I've been doing a little more hunting than I have been doing fishing, so. Well,
0: nothing uh, wrong with that.
3: When so, you see that that deer, I don't know if you could tell how big that deer was, but I barely got him in that five-foot bucket. You know, bet. <laughs> so that I bet. I had been watching him because I knew he was... He was an older deer. I mean, he's just fat from the front breast all the way back to the back. Yeah, he had a big and, body uh, on him. And there was actually another one that Undelly. oh boy, he smelled too. His neck was thick and, and he had mm-hmm. that odor to it. Right. But uh, uh, I saw another one on on my trail cam that nearly looked identical to that one, except that it was younger and on that left blade, it had a, a little knot at the bottom of it, you know, just barely sticking out. Well, actually, you know, I guess it'd be considered probably an inch. That'd be considered a horn, so he wouldn't have been a spike. But, yeah, they claim you side, can uh, that one,
0: hang a ring on it. It's a point.
3: Yeah. But uh, it's, it's bound to be some of that one's breeding from the last three years or so. But uh, I, I had let a good eight point go thinking he would come out cause I had seen him the day before. So sure enough, those deer weren't eating oats. They weren't eating corn. They were just traveling. Mm. Uh, so, and and it seems like it gets better as we get later in November and, and into December. So I got that one out of the herd. I was glad to do that. And now, now he's he'll, he'll get made into something. Yeah, buddy. But, uh, but, uh, Fishing is, uh, we had a couple of days last week that was weird. I mean, the, the bite was really good on uh, oh, the, the topwater baits. I think I talked to you last week about, about that. They kept knocking it out of the water. I mean, yeah. just over and over and over again. And finally threw something to run below, like a little chatterbait or even a little square bill. Just something, but the the grass is so heavy enough that square bill you got to work it like a uh, like a twitch bait, like a rogue or something like that to to get it to stay above that grass. But yet they still want it below the surface, not on top of it. Right. So, but then after we had a we had that a uh, couple of days, the worm bite was pretty good, and we had one day. I can't remember if it was Wednesday or, or Thursday that. You couldn't buy a worm bite after nine thirty or ten o'clock. It was like, I mean, the the grabs I'm just sitting there, tightening the the connections on the back of it, thinking, "Hey, it come come loose." I mean, it's just like clear, straight, slick bottoms, and wasn't seeing any any shad moving around. And that that lasted a a day, and then uh, a day or two later, they they you started seeing them show back up. i just Strangest thing, I couldn't figure that one out, and it wasn't just me. So anyway, you know, and, and our water temperature's mid seventies, so it's gonna. But we on that, you know, we've been on that just a, a little light jacket first thing in the morning, and then you know I'm back in shorts and t- in, in a short sleeve mm-hmm. shirt in the afternoon. But I think we got some colder weather coming this coming week, if I'm not mistaken. I thought yeah, I we're saw have a thirty four. before Thanksgiving. Old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll take it. Sure, that'll, that'll help. It's it's it, it's already stunned the grass a little bit, so I don't have to do any mowing for a while. Uh, but it's well, been. Have, or you, you're not. You haven't gone hunting yet. You're you're waiting until no, like I December. No, I hadn't made a hunt yet. I'm. My fingers that been was itching a str- this morning. That sure was strange-looking horn. It looked like it just got up there and blew up.
0: Oh, that and, one deer I sent you a picture of? Yeah.
3: That, that was, was a Malamute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked, it looked like it just kind of went up there and went everywhere like... uh I don't know exactly what it looked like, but it was strange. It looked like some some of that had been broken off during fighting or something.
0: Man, I don't know. It uh, just grew out of his head, all funky, you know, and then had that other main beam trying to grow out and down with that little nubby one with all them little points on it. That was a weird looking deer, man. Had, had he seen that deer before? Never have. And there's a there's a brother to it also. He's gonna shoot him when he comes back. They shot him off the porch. Oh. <laughs> I was sitting oh, out yeah. there drinking beer one evening, and uh, he had two nice ten-pointers and eight they were looking at, and these two scrubs just showed up out of nowhere. And uh, yeah. they'll make not good really processing. Enough. That's all they're good for. Can't yeah, eat exactly. the horns anyway.
3: Yeah. Now, that, those, it's probably early for those deer to be in a rut, is it, or is it? Oh yeah, they're not even close down there. They're still in bachelor packs. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll keep that one from breeding with any of them. Yeah. ahead of time. But that <laughs> exactly. one I got, I guarantee you, he he's already been with some of them does. Uh, plus, plus, the reason I usually see probably I I'll, I I'll, I'll probably see three spikes a year. Uh, mm-hmm. Out of, out of mine, but uh, there's the only way to stop them is to get them out of there.
0: You know, I blew it about four or five years ago. I was hunting, and I was trying to kill this big eight that I'd seen a couple of times if the rut was on, and he just wouldn't get in range. He stayed on a doe a lot. I'm sitting there, and this uh, I looked down under the blind. This deer walked up from behind me. I, didn't even, I wasn't looking when he walked out of the brush, and he just walked right under the stand. I looked down. It looked like a longhorn. He had two main beams with no brows, no tines, no nothing. It just went straight out, kind of looked like a, kind of looked like a bull. And they went straight out in front of his head. And those, you know, those main beams were probably 20 inches long. Each of them, maybe, maybe longer, but just slick, just two big old long spikes that came up and it just went out like main beams, but no other tines on them. And that would have been a cool deer to kill. And it was mature. You know, it was a. It was a five-plus-year-old five deer, big old deer, and I passed on him, hoping that eight would show back up, and he never did, so naturally, I I lost out on both ends, didn't get that eight and didn't get that big spike. I mean, that thing was huge.
3: Well, the way I took pictures of that, when you cut, uh, other than the, that's as far as my hoist would go up in that tree, and his feet were still on the ground, Right. and I, I've never had deer. one that I couldn't couldn't get him off the ground, but... I know yeah, I when bet I got ready fill to, up the
0: bucket on that tractor, man.
3: Oh shoot. I, I when I when <laughs> I got ready to grab that back in and put him in there, I barely got it halfway in and got the front one, so Man. Uh yeah, he was he he was a good one to get, huh? Uh, I I wanted to get him, but I had seen a really good eight uh just before that, there was actually a shooter. And mm-hmm. Might have let him go a little bit longer, but I knew that other one had been in there. I I, I saw three shooter deer that same afternoon. Of course, that was the worst part about shooting this thing at five thirty, just before dark. Right. I always I always rather do them in the morning and have time, but they they call the schedule. I don't. So, but but anyway, it'll it'll. It'll be good. It'll grind up good. But uh, as far as fishing goes, you know, fish, fishing's okay, I think. And it's not near the crowd, you know, at, at the lake right now because everybody's probably deer hunting right now, mm-hmm. or most of them are. So. Uh, and they'll do that until, what, the end of January, and then we'll all be back in business again. Oh, yeah. Of folks. But uh, water is in good shape, but it's still going down a little bit. Uh, I guess they're, you know, they're, they're letting it out or wherever they're doing with it. But it. It fluctuates a little bit, and then it'll come back up a little bit if we get a decent rain. But really don't get much runoff on this lake because we're up on the hill. So it, it has to be a frog trainer to, to, to come up you know, a couple, three inches or so right Uh, that that was weird about that worm bite and that lasted about a day and a half or two about two days it lasted where you it was just it was tough to get a worm bite yeah usually you know
0: when it slows up like that that's when it's the best worm bite you know it's later in the morning and and end of the day you know when everything slows up that is strange
3: i was i was just glad to see those those fish start hitting the top water because you know we I don't know if I try to rush it every year, but it seems like that bite is usually short. It may we'll get you know a couple of weeks in there, or not mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, but maybe a month, month and a half, six weeks, where you can actually get a top water bite from a buzz bait or a pop bar or a, a Walker dog type bait. Uh, but boy, I mean that one that really surprised me. Just as many times did knock that stuff out of the water and not get hit and I think I, t- I thought at first it was some little old twelve, thirteen inch bass or something that just I don't know just couldn't get it in their mouth or just mad at it or what. But those those fish are coming out of a you know a foot and a half of water. Dang! Uh, if that did, I mean it's, it's I can't get the trolling motor into it. Every time they would every time they would hang up one of those sixteen dollar baits, I'd say okay. I'll turn the trolling motor out. I'll back you into it. So unhook it. So, uh, didn't want to leave them in there. Well, yeah. actually, I'd have, I'd have waited out there to get it for 16 bucks. Yeah. Uh, you believe the price of uh, some of the lures nowadays? Oh, 16 is cheap compared to some of them. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, uh, some of them deep diving crankbaits with little designs on them are, are that also. Which you don't have to. I, mine hardly ever get wore out because I hate throwing it so bad. So <laughs> they just kind of stay in a box by themselves. That'll handle a big old long lip. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. So well, so when are you probably going to go? Late December?
0: Yeah, it's always around Christmas time. Christmas to New Year's. You know, I'll take off and go. Well, good. So.
3: Will y'all put the show on tape during that?
0: Yeah, they'll come up with something. Yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll be around here somewhere. I I, I, I haven't planned any trips anywhere in, in, a, in a while, oh. so I keep telling the, the old ladies, you know, one of these days we need to take off a week. Well, who's going to put the goats up? Who's going to take you know, know. them on feed yeah,
0: it's hard just to it, throw everything down and put your life on hold for a week and go do something these days. There's always so much going on, stuff to do, you know.
3: Oh, I mean, of course, her favorite deal with that one is make a make a fast run to Louisiana, there you pull go. the handles for a while. <laughs> Me, it's the it's the hotel room, the TV, and maybe a little crown, just kind yeah, of yeah, little relaxation, man. You got yeah. it. Yeah. Well, go fishing. Uh, uh-uh. uh. That's 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 not the relaxing <laughs> part, unless <laughs> uh, you know you got a friend with you or something like that. Sure. Oh well, still like it. We must still like it. We wouldn't keep doing it. I know. Can't get uh, it. It's just just our way of life. Can't
0: get it get yeah. enough of it or get rid of it. Just walk away from it. It, uh, you know, my dad did after all those years. You know, after my mom died, that that was his fishing partner. And, oh uh, my goodness! Yeah. You know, they. I mean, I don't know how many trips they fished together over the years. Just, I mean, because she was ate up with it as bad as he was. You know, chasing these old trout around, and I'll after she died, he just uh, he kind of faded away. I took him a few times. But he just didn't, he wasn't into it. He just uh, lost interest.
3: Well, that's understandable, though. Pretty much done yeah. with it. My wife could care less about fishing or honey. <laughs> but uh, H-S- HSN and QVC, that's, uh, that's a good one. It's always on the TV. <laughs> I, I leave My it. wife is I, the remodeling <laughs> shows
0: and cooking channels. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be okay, too. Yeah, I, watching I can, all that remodeling going on. Why can't you do that? I said, yeah. I'm not going to do that. That's not me. Uh,
3: I don't have the patience for it. I, I can wait on the fish to buy a worm, you know, for two I hours. Can <laughs> I can too. I'm, I'm not into that. <laughs> oh, well. See, we, we got our. Maybe that's we why we've been thing. married
0: so long. She doesn't hunt and fish, and she fished a little bit with me back in the early days, but
3: it, uh, uh, she well, does her we thing, and I did do you. mine. We just did fifty-three years again.
0: So Good Lord, has been
3: a while. Been married all my life. Yeah. Right out of right out of high school. So what can I say? Could have been worse, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you either get used to them or you don't by then. True. <laughs> uh, I, I, I had to worry, but she's not listening. She's, she's asleep. <laughs> I can guarantee you, mine ain't uh, listening. <laughs> <laughs> but they're smart <laughs> get that nap while they can yeah no
0: early morning sickos in their blood uh-uh. no. uh. uh i don't know you know the know. older we get a uh, you know about uh three-fourths of my friends are early morningers you know they they're yeah. up way before the rooster even thinks about crawling out of the hen house and uh mm-hmm. Then the other twenty five percent, they're they're night owls. A lot of people like to staying up late at night and then sleeping in in the mornings. Oh gee.
3: Well, you you got to hit the sack pretty early in the afternoon. So I'm trying to I'm trying to be real careful about when I send you something or a picture. No,
0: here, what I do is I when I'm doing the show, I I take two naps a day. I try to get about three or four hours in each one of them. I'll take one oh. in the mornings after breakfast, and then uh, take one at night before I come in. I've tried, oh. tried staying up all day, and doing yeah. that routine. It it doesn't work out because there's so much going on at my house in the evenings. It's better to be up and <laughs> hanging out with the troops, you know, instead of yeah, I, going to I bed wish. early with the chickens. So it's, it's uh,
3: just got to figure out work, what
0: works it, best with your schedule. Yeah, you, you just got to do it. And then if I'm off and I don't have to fish, then I can boy, I can pour the coals to a pillar for quite a while. Well, <laughs> you know,
3: I used to be able, used to be able to. You know, I'd work I'd work the city until eleven. Right. And then I'd leave there and go to work at Herman Hospital from twelve to six.
0: Man.
3: So when I when I came in, I, I was lucky I'd get four or five hours, which that's all I needed. You know, well, to go and, and gosh, I did that for twenty years. I well, like claims. You're gonna if you're gonna live a long
0: life, you need your rest. So, hmm. whatever.
3: whatever, I'll I'll get it. I'll get it later on in life.
0: It, it that'll come or in the casket.
3: It always does. yeah. There you go. Gonna sleep the rest of my life. So yes, sir. Go from there.
0: <laughs> All right, Bob. I got a roll, right. buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming up to Fayette County and fishing with you, how they
3: get a hold of you, man. Uh, cell phones, two, eight, one, four, six, zero, nine, two, zero, zero. Our Fayette County bash com has all the information on it. Y'all have right. a great weekend coming up. We'll holler you at you later. Same.
0: All right, Bob. Okay. Good talking to you later, buddy. See ya. All right. That's Bob Green up on Fayette County. And the Belleville Meat Market this week, they're double featuring their jalapeno pecan smoked sausage and three cheeses pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available there in their meat market with a full menu. A pecan smoked barbecue serve Monday through Sundays, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Check out their pulled pork and homemade hot dogs, and they're now taking orders for their country smoked turkeys. These things are excellent, so uh, be sure and get your order in before the holidays get upon us. And custom processing on pigs and calves, they do that all year long. And their wild game processing, everybody knows about the Belleville when it comes to that. They make Vinny dogs and hog dogs. Out of your own venison or wild pigs, you can bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. They're open Monday through Saturday, 7 to 7, Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., celebrating 42 years. Serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name.
4: Live from the Twin
2: Pink Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 440 here in the Bayou City. Let's go down Matagorda Way. Let's check in with Captain Tommy Alexander this morning. Tommy boy, what's up?
4: Good morning, Mickey. What's up?
0: Oh, man. Living the dream. What's up with you?
4: Yeah. Same thing. Same yeah. thing.
0: <laughs>
4: Living the dream. Yeah, it's just really been a pretty decent, same old, you know, decent week over here. Everybody's kind of trucking along. You know, everybody's kind of catching fish. It's been pretty decent. Seems like Wade fishermen are catching them that I've talked to, and people in the boat. Everybody's doing pretty decent. Yeah. Everybody's We're catching good. fish. And, uh, I mean, it hadn't, for me, it hadn't been just two terrible lights out, but I have had some pretty good days. Yeah. You know, since, since I talked to you. Uh, I pulled my boat, I got service. I didn't fish the last two days or so because I was getting. Service done on the boat and things like that, <clears throat> but <clears throat> I'm back at it again today. So yeah, I fished mm. the next couple of days. Really, most of the there's a couple of days I don't fish during Thanksgiving break, but I fish most of them. A few days I'll be off, but pretty pretty steady. As long as I know there's some bad weather coming. Like Monday, Tuesday, they're talking about.
0: Yeah, that's what it looked like. It's going to be nice for Thanksgiving, though. So.
4: <clears throat> yeah. And the next cut today and tomorrow look nice too. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I'm fishing. I start. I don't fish Thanksgiving Day, but I do fish the very next day and the next day after that. I fished a couple days after. <clears throat> but. I don't ever fish on Thanksgiving Day. I used to years ago. I've done it before, but Mm -hmm. I I don't anymore. Take off and relax and chill out and eat.
0: There'll be plenty of that going on. That's my favorite thing. We take (laughs) days to prepare everything and get ready and do all that cooking, and it's All all... eating up and done with in about 15 minutes. Yeah. And then everybody's miserable. <laughs>
4: yeah. And then a couple hours later, I'm back at it.
0: And then nap time in the nursery, and then here we go. with Then start uh-huh. lacing out all the pies and, oh, boy, football games. Yeah,
4: watch football. Yeah, football, big deal. Watch football and eat.
0: Have that big food hangover on Friday.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I got a fish, too, so I'll be, it'll be, I'll have a I'll, big hangover while I'm fishing, I guess. But,
0: turkey sandwiches. I,
4: yeah. <laughs> I love that.
0: Yeah. I eat those for a couple of days. That's my favorite part out of it, is leftover turkey yeah. to make sandwiches with, take out in the boat. Yeah,
3: that's pretty good stuff.
0: Because that's, you pretty know, I'm not much stuff. of a turkey man except once a year
4: yeah we used to do it twice a year my dad were used to he would always smoke it smoke a turkey we always ate smoked turkey and then he always decided well he's already got the smoker going and doing it all so he would do two of them and then we would eat one you know for thanksgiving and a few days after he would just freeze the other one yeah oh like we wouldn't need it he'd just smoke it let it cool down and freeze it and then about Four or five months later, you know, like summertime, first part of spring and summer, we'd pull it back out and, you know, eat it again and start yeah. rolling a bit. Yeah. But.
0: <laughs> well, sounds like y'all are hanging in there, in there over in Matagorda. Yeah, yeah. You got your ups and downs like everybody else, I guess.
4: Yeah. You know, if the wind, if, if the weather gets bad, you're going to have a couple days that are, are bad, you know that's just kind of the, been the, very good but I mean overall I'd say we're hanging in there we're, yeah. catching, we're catching fish as long as it stays calm and the redfish guys I think they're still hanging in there too I mean they're catching I think they're pretty solid catching red you know mm-hmm. uh, we're catching reds mixed in with our trout what we're doing Right. Getting a couple of reds each day mixed in with the trout. Sometimes you'll pull up. <clears> and like the last day I fished, the birds didn't really work. We weren't working birds, but you'd see like two of them just sitting on the water. And then, you know, somewhere in that general area, that'd be you'd see a little shrimp jump or something, you know. <clears throat> and I'd put my trolling motor down and just kind of mill around in that area. And you'd end up finding a little school them and you'd, you'd catch two. That's kind right. of how, how doing it is, man. And sometimes you'd pull up and it would be reds and then, you know, next next time be trout. You just really didn't know. Right. They just all mixed mixed together.
0: Well, we're getting to that time of year where they mix. You know, we'll see a lot of yeah. that trout and reds mixed together in these schools, especially over shell right. over the deaver reef.
4: Yes yep that's right and throwing uh i mean we're catching them we've been catching them a little bit of everything you know when i'm waiting i'm just throwing straight tail you know just tails
0: uh-huh.
4: just, just exclusively tails i know people have been catching them on top water though yeah I, I do know i've heard a couple of stories of good top water bites going on but i have not done it all i've just thrown is tails and they've been eating it up pretty good Waiting. uh when we're in the boat drifting Man, we've been throwing little tails too, but it's hard to beat that stupid voodoo shrimp or gulp under a cork. That, that voodoo mm-hmm. is hard to beat under a cork. Yeah. Out there drifting, it just—I don't know what it is about it. You put you about a three-foot leader, you know, a long leader. Yeah. Under one of those corks and the voodoo—it's not my favorite style way to fish, but—and they sure eat it up. Yeah. They like it over here. I don't know if
0: that's just a matagorda thing or what, but they sure like it over here. It'd probably be like that over here if we'd do it. I just don't like fishing like that. I know.
4: It's, it's I'm going to put a
0: cork thing. on and go to all that trouble and do all that slinging. I'm going to put some <laughs> live meat under there. I'm going to put a hop matic on. <laughs> <Your
3: hop-o-matic. laughs>
0: yes, so sir. Good
4: you don't, don't got to rebate that voodoo No, shrimp.
0: you don't. Not with a voodoo <laughs> shrimp. Yeah. So you don't or the DOA, either. either one. Yeah, you don't know. I, I know read a read lot them. of guys. It's about 50 50. Some of them throw voodoos and others throw, you know, uh, DOAs yeah, around.
5: DOA. So. I throw
4: those two. I, I've caught them on those too. Right. The only thing I like better about the voodoo is it, it's tougher, it lasts longer. Right. The, my my DOAs seem to pull down. And they start pulling down after a couple of fish, and then you got to, I don't know, they just don't last as long. But they both yeah. work right you know they're they no doubt they both work the voodoo's got a rattle in it i do like that yeah uh it's got a little rattle in it but and they last mm-hmm. a little longer they were tougher but and you don't got to rebate them but i guarantee you you can I've, I've experimented with it time and time again this year you can even good fishermen it doesn't matter you get out there and go to drifting, and you get one guy or two guys throwing just tails and one or two throwing the cork in a in a in a voodoo or a DOA, and he's every single time out fishing
0: them. I'll be darned. I mean,
4: every single time they just can't keep up with him, you know. Right. They just Can't that that cork? I guess it calls them over there or something. I don't
0: know. All right, Tommy, I gotta go, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming over and fishing with you, give them a number, man.
4: All right, they can uh, get me on Facebook under Tommy Alexander. Or call me, text me, leave a message if I don't answer on my phone, 979-709-8242.
0: All right, buddy. Well, have a good weekend, Tommy, and happy Thanksgiving. See you, man.
4: All right. You, you too, Mickey. You All too. right,
0: later. All right, now let's run down to South Padre. Let's check in with Captain Brian Barrera. Brian, good morning. How are you, bud?
5: Good, sir. How are you
0: doing today? Couldn't be better. <clears throat> What's up with you?
5: Uh, just... Got up a little bit ago, starting to move around, looking uh, to try to catch a couple of fish today. We'll see what happens. My last day of work, I got Saturday off, so I'm pretty excited. Well,
3: cool. I don't get
5: that many Saturdays off, but it just worked out that way this time.
0: Yeah. But, well, yep, it's calm, calm everywhere come. up here, looking down the coast. It uh, looks calm all up and down the Texas coast this morning.
5: Yep. seems like it's pretty nice. It was nice yesterday, but the fishing was tough. It was like kind of that. Post front bluebird skies, tough bite mm. kind of days. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, we caught about, we caught maybe uh fifteen smaller snook in the, you know, eighteen to uh, twenty six inch range, and uh, we caught a couple speckled trout, and we caught two redfish. It wasn't too bad. The day before we went out, caught about thirty snook and uh, one little baby, like maybe five pound tarpon. Yeah, and. And a couple of other stuff, and it's been fairly consistent. The snook bites been picking up, but if you still need a couple more than cold fronts to really make them go off for us, you know they're yeah. they're still kind of spread around the fishery right now. They're not all bunched up yet, like they will be after we get another front or two. Got gotcha.
0: Well, that's not all bad. Bad days like that. I mean, that's that's nope. a decent bad day. No problem.
5: No, I was. Yeah, we had three days in a row, and I was talking to my client Adam for the same three days. And I was like, it was just three days of like okay fishing. Like it didn't suck, but we didn't set the world on fire. We had enough bites, so it was just yeah. like classic stuff, you know. And I've been throwing that I've been throwing some, like a bunch of jerk baits at him, and throwing a bunch of shrimp. I was I was listening. You ought to tell uh, Tommy next time you talk to him about that. Popping cork deal with the shrimp. Having put that uh, DOA shrimp on like a one pounds ounce jig head underneath right. that cork, boy, it gets a, it gets that shrimp down there quicker, right on top of the grass line, and it stays tight on that on that jig rather than on that plain DOA hook that it comes with. Right. Uh, when you're drifting off the boat, you're moving really fast, and that line that DOA shrimp will sink slow, so it takes a little while. But if you're uh, drifting on the boat and you're moving fast and you're throwing that cork uh i love to do it all of my clients get it but i put them all with the jig on that thing just to keep that shrimp down it's going right. to get rid of a lot of the 15 and 14 inch fish and get you the bigger ones that are sitting right above the grass you know let mm-hmm. me try that because he was talking about the, how it falls off sometimes and i know yeah. where he's coming from so i like to put them yeah if you with, put it on a jig head it'll lock it on there better yep it'll stay way down there it's really a lot more client friendly for people who don't have the patience to, to wait to see.
0: Client-friendly. I like that.
5: <laughs> yeah, client-friendly is good. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> That's the only reason why I like Jack Crevel, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, some people like him.
5: Yep, we've been catching a few jacks and stuff like that, too. We went out, uh, still waiting, you know, for the last calm days, still holding on to the tarpon with everything that I can, you know, so I'm going to go out there and look for him every time it's calm until January. Pretty much, Um, I won't catch them every time. I might. I'm just trying to catch. Hopefully, catch one more this year. You know, I want to get one more bet. So.
0: Well, it's about this time of year when Tom Gibson, you know, that had the state record for so long. That's when he caught that big one down your way. It was about this time of year.
5: Yep, yep. I was looking at my Facebook memories, and uh, on this day last year, I think it was November 16 or 14. It popped up on my Facebook memories. We caught two 200 pound tarpon in, in one wow. day. Wow, yeah, so uh, that's, I know that they're still here. And the latest I've ever caught one was I had uh, Captain Joey Ferrer with me, and he caught one December 12th, about 160. I pounds. remember
0: that. I remember when Joey yeah. caught that.
5: So cool, that gives me the motivation to, to fish for them until January. They're usually it's a not big here.
0: fish month for trout or yeah. you know, tarpon, whatever. It was uh. Mm-hmm. In 1989 on this day, on November 17th, when I had my biggest trout stringer ever in my life.
5: Wow. Wow. Yep. That is awesome. Yep. We I just, love November uh, fishing. November, December, January, I love it. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yep, yep. And uh, one of the better things about it is how the snook are really temperature- oriented you know a lot of the time so they won't right. eat till the middle of the day when it's warm so lots of times i get to sleep in and we go fishing like at 10 o'clock
0: nothing wrong fishing with that like i used to do that a lot man put in at noon and fish in dark
5: that. yeah i like yeah. that kind of fishing i'm digging that get a little sleep yeah sleep it's not bad because i've been waking the early up bird doesn't always get the worm you know yeah yeah i've been doing 3 30 a.m wake up calls for you know Five months straight chasing tarpon already, so I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. ready to <laughs> sleep, sleep in and a little do bit. some afternoon fishing, man. Gonna be awesome. Uh, you got super short days, you know, so you gotta kinda right. get it. I mean, it's dark at six o'clock, it's crazy. Oh uh, no, it's darker earlier than that up here.
0: <laughs> Boy, yeah, probably and so. it's only gonna get shorter. Yep. Get into that winter solstice. All right, Brian. Well, hey, man, I thought I'd check in with you and see what's going on, buddy. You had a chance to do any hunting yet?
5: No, I was going to go this last weekend, but it was so rained out, I just sat in my living room. Right. I was afraid of getting stuck at the ranch and rutting up all the roads and stuff like Uh that. I didn't want to give my dad another reason to yell at me. (laughs) go <laughs> out there and dig up, dig up all the roads boy coming in it.
0: here running my ranch up man <laughs> yeah, good.
5: classic he's, he's only yelled oh, at me for yeah. doing that about 20 times in my life when i
0: was a kid <laughs> uh i know the drill brother all right <laughs> Brian. well hey if somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you give them some info
5: sure uh fastest way to get a hold of me would be direct call or text through area code 956-755-9413 or uh, check out the website inshorefishingsouthpadre.com
0: Alright buddy, well Brian you have a good one always a pleasure talking to you bud Thank you sir, you have a good one See too See you man, alright later Alright, that's Captain Brian Barrera down in South Padre, time for our top of the hour break, you're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610, we'll be right back
1: Okay Picture this